Alright everybody, welcome back to another undoubtedly riveting episode of the Weekly Wilson. Um, you can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. We have a Twitter now, Weekly Wilson Pod. Uh, I am your um, jacket-wearing host, Brian Wilson. And I am your beflanneled host, Jay Wilson. And today, once again, by popular demand, we have another guest on the show. Um, one of my friends from a while ago. I haven't seen him in a while, but we got Isaac in the studio here. How you doing, Isaac? Hello, everybody. Uh, let me just say it's a it's a great, great honor to be here today. All right. I'm glad Thank you, you for having me. Yeah. That. <laughs> very, very elite group of people that have been featured on the Weekly Wilson podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we have Isaac on today because Isaac and I recently had um, a pretty good conversation, in my opinion. I'm, I'm a sucker for a good conversation. But we yep. were talking about um, being frugal, just kind of in mm. general. So, Isaac, why why was this on your mind? Because you reached out to me and you were like, hey, I, did. I want to talk to you about this. Yeah, I, I, I first thought about being frugal after living around you, Brian. Or you had a, a really like you were the you were still the most frugal person I know and the most like thought of around it. Or you had a very thoughtful approach. Um, and as I like, I'm, I'm now a year plus into working out of college, so I have an income now. And before, what I never did really, um, and I like focus on saving money and kind of budgeting. And like, I, it's hard to do that while others around you aren't doing that. So I think I reached out to you, Brian, initially venting like, "Hey, my friends don't give a shit about." trying to save and it's difficult. Uh, and then I think you had similar gripes and then we kind of connected on that one. Yeah, definitely. When you're trying to be cheap, it makes it a lot easier to be <laughs> in the company of other people trying to be cheap Absolutely. or frugal. I don't know what word I like to use because I feel like they all have such negative connotations, but like yeah. thrifty, financially minded maybe. I think, I think frugal sounds a little bit more like intelligent. Like I'm doing it for a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Whereas cheap kind of sounds somewhat derogatory. Like, you're just trying to like cut corners. It sounds like a dessert, yeah. really. <laughs> Cheap. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so Isaac and I already kind of talked to this at length, and mm -hmm. then I thought it was a good topic, wanted to bring it on the podcast, but to keep it from Isaac and I just having a powwow over <laughs> what we think and agreeing with each other, I felt like that wouldn't be very interesting. So naturally, we have the other Wilson here, Jay. This guy. Mm. Who, Jay's also pretty financially minded, but um, as Isaac said... People tend to think of me as, like, the <laughs> frugal guy. Like, I've Absolutely. gotten that a lot throughout my life. And so apparently I go above and beyond. I, I don't always feel like I'm going above and beyond. But hmm. I wanted to bring Jay on here as, like, a third party to kind of give an outside look in. So really, Jay's going to be running the show here. He's got, a, he's got some questions for us, and then we'll just talk about what we think, and we'll see where it goes. So, Jay, I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah, about damn time, Brian. All right, so... I've been described somewhat as like a watered down version of your frugalness. Like I, I think I have a little less stress around certain things, but you know, my spreadsheet is a derivative of an earlier version of yours. We both track our funds, mm -hmm. so also very interested to talk about this and interested to hear your guys' thoughts via these beautiful questions. Um, before we get going, Isaac, I wanted to mention that mm -hmm. you were in a recent dream of mine. I can't recall what happened. Really? Yeah, but. You were there. <laughs> well, how, how was this? How recently was this? Last night? No, I was like in the last week, but I think it was because oh, okay. I was I was dreaming of interviewing you. I was very excited. Okay, yeah. 
I was wondering if that, I just came out of the abyss into the dream, but <laughs> it makes sense that I was refreshed in your mind. Yeah, he manifested this interview. Anyhow, so well, hopefully it was positive. No, yeah, it was great. Um, first question, guys. This one is sort of a an easy one, sort of a little more lighthearted. Um, and I it's an it's an addition that Brian did not come up with on his own, and I think I might have added it after I said I had finalized the question. So it could be, oh, a blindside. But um, yeah. Full disclosure: <laughs> I did come up with half of these questions. So yeah. I, I got them. It's really just too. me trying to get someone else to interview me yeah. about things I want to talk about. Yeah, Brian has finally achieved his dream of just having a podcast where both hosts are him. Um, <laughs> so, first question is, guys, I have no idea what to do with my cash back bonuses on my credit cards, and I know if you guys are financially minded, you're probably getting cash back on some cards. So in my head. It's like special money where it's like I feel good that I saved and it like feels good mm. to build it up. But then it's special, so I don't know if I just I, I feel weird just using it to like pay down a bill on that same card, but also I don't want to use sure. this special saved money to then whimsically spend it because it it represents my mm. financial prowess, I feel. So what mm-hmm. how where do you guys fall on cashback bonuses? Brian, I'll let you take this one first. Okay, so I've actually changed my views on this recently, Mm. but I will say in the past, I felt the same way. I was like, this is special money, I want to like treat myself with it. Um, But I, given my nature, have a problem buying stuff that I don't need or buying stuff that I just Mm -hmm. want. So I always found that difficult, and then it ended up just sitting there forever. So then, Mm. I don't know, I think I eventually arrived at... um, what did I arrive at? Sometimes I'll just like I'll end up just being like, well, this is money I saved, and it isn't actually saved unless I put it towards expenses that I would normally have anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'll sure. just put it towards paying one of my credit card bills, mm-hmm. which is kind of lame. The other thing I'll do is if I really want to push myself into spending it, is I'll um, redeem it for an Amazon gift card. Because mm-hmm. then you have the Amazon gift card, and you're like, okay, well now. That feels more tangible, easier to use you to treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'd say that's one tip if you really do want to treat yourself. But actually, recently, I've moved away from the just straight, like, points or cash back things. And I'm actually using a travel rewards card as my primary card now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's the um, Chase Ultimate, uh, yeah, the Sapphire, like, Ultimate Rewards card, which has been lauded from many sources that I've seen as like the best rewards card Mm. because the thing is when you get rewards points if you redeem them for travel you actually have a lot more agency over how much each point is worth because you can really easily catch like flight deals when flights are cheap Mm -hmm. sure so that way if you're redeeming like instead of redeeming like 500 points for a flight if you catch it at the right time maybe you only have to redeem 200 points mm. but if that flight is like on average a $500 flight mm-hmm. then instead of your points being worth $1 each now they're worth like 2 or 3 dollars each okay huh. so you can get a lot more bang for your buck that way by redeeming your points for things that fluctuate in price a lot and trying to catch deals with your points mm. so you have to spend that on travel then as well right right Well, so the thing with Chase Ultimate Rewards Points is you can redeem them as um, flight points for any airline. You can redeem them as American Airlines, Delta, Southwest, whatever. You can also redeem them as hotel points 
like you can redeem them as any sort of point you want. You cool. convert them from ultimate rewards points to whatever fl- airline or hotel chain you want, and then you use them. Sure. And here's here's another perk to points. Man, I'm already getting off on this <laughs> rant here. Is um so when you if you redeem your like dollars as your cash back, when you spend them, you have to pay sales tax on whatever you're buying. Sure. When you when you spend points, there's no tax. Huh. Ooh. So it's because things cheaper. Points. Yeah. So you save a little money on that end too. Huh. Which is kind of like drops in the bucket depending on how much you're spending. Yeah. You but, You've always been like in the minutia of it, Brian. Where I feel like that's like that's you kind of get off on that part of it as well. I think. Yeah, I've got much more into it now. I started listening to this podcast, Choose FI, which yep. is uh, financial independence, and they so like that's been getting me much more in the nitty gritty and these tiny little things and little hacks because their whole thing is one sure. percent better. If you can make a one percent improvement every week. Sure. In a year, you've improved 50%. Sure, that's, that's pretty a lot. good. It's, true. They, pretty they good. always talk about the aggregation of marginal gains. Uh, if you can just hmm. get a little bit every day hmm. or a little bit every week, like we live long lives, it adds up. Sure. It doesn't add up fast. And I think that's what a lot of people don't like or don't respond to. Like sure. They find it hard to stick with because it doesn't seem like anything's happening. Sure. But after so many years, you're like, wow, everything I've been doing all this time has really paid off. And that's, I feel like I'm getting to that point with uh, being frugal for the past, like, six, seven, ten years. Sure. I'm, I feel like I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, wow, all of this is really paying off and I'm in a good spot now. That's good to hear. Like, the positive feedback. I feel like with stuff like that, that like, the marginal gains, like, there isn't that immediate, like, positive feedback of, oh, I saved, like, 50 bucks or something like that. You know, like, you're in it for the long game. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, like interesting. I, one of those things uh, I just sat back and thought about because people always give me crap. One of the things I don't do is I don't pay for Spotify. <laughs> okay. I've never had Spotify <laughs> unless I get like three months, like a three for one month deal or like three sure. months free or something. But and everyone's like, dude, it's like 10 bucks a month or what is it like 11 bucks a month? Uh, 1066. Sure. Okay, yeah. Mm. So I'm like, well, yeah, but A, I don't mind ads, and B, I don't listen to music that much, and C, if I want to listen to a specific song, there's YouTube. Mm. So I've never felt the need to get Spotify, and I was like, by not getting Spotify for the past six years, seven, or, I, I said for like all of college and since I graduated, so that's seven years, whatever seven times 12 times 10 is, that's like... I think thousands of dollars. Someone check me on that, but huh. I was like, I've saved. It's yeah, $120 a dollars a year, seven years. Almost a thousand dollars. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty good. Like, yeah, and you don't think of it as it's happening, but now I'm like, I have a thousand sure. more dollars than I would. Yeah. I guess for me, like, or I listen to music a lot. Like, I, I, the idea of not paying for Spotify is tough. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's another thing I kind of want to dive deeper into later. Yeah. Is I got questions, spending your guys. money on things you value. Okay, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm getting I'm getting too far off. That was my credit card. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize <laughs> I, I was gonna have this. to police like this was a uh, political debate. But... <laughs> We're just gonna go yeah, this off. Is... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I don't care um, if you guys go off on tangents, but I will force you to answer the same questions twice if you cover ground that I'm I plan to cover. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, um, do you want my take on the credit card cash back? Nope. No, I'm kidding. Yes. I, I forgot. <laughs> so, uh, I, um, I think like there's an idea that, 
I, I totally understand your temptation of like, oh, this is special money, right? Like I can treat myself like this isn't money that like is income. I don't know. I got this in special way. So it doesn't have to like feel like it's in the same bucket mm-hmm. as all my other money. Um, like that's really understandable to me. I feel like logically, or like if you're trying to do things the smartest way possible, like you should treat it all as money. And like, it comes from the same source. Like you have X amount of money and like, there's no difference between like the money you have in cash yeah. and the money you have like in cash back. So I tend to use mine just to pay down my credit card bills. Uh, but also, like, I really feel the temptation to be like, oh, this is special money. Like, I want to go buy like, a nice jacket or something I've been keeping my eye on for a while. Yeah. That's um, um that's something that I've been yeah. starting to lean towards because also one thing that I found nice is that uh, I kind of like leaving these things to build. Well, not necessarily. Like, yeah. if you have thousands of dollars lying around, like, just cash lying around is always a bad thing because of, like, inflation and whatnot. <laughs> sure. But, um... But no, so I, like, for me, my financial situation right now is that I am making money on co-op, and then at the end of every co-op, I, like, project how much I need for the semester where I'm not working, and then anything else gets scraped off the top and gets dumped into tuition. So then, sure. this particular rotation, I cut it a little thin, and then it's like, oh boy, I don't know if nice. I'm going to be able to make it to my, like, when I start making money again. <laughs> but then I was like, wait a minute, I got this money on this card, this money on this card, I think we're going to be able to, like, yeah. So. Nice. <laughs> I like I like having those little Easter eggs every now and then. But, um, sure. anyhow, thanks for that, thanks for that advice, guys. That one was, that one was just for me. But moving on into more sure. philosophical questions, um, mm. how did you guys, uh, what was your journey to become this frugal more so than others and why like internally do you like what's your main purpose for being frugal Mm. i or like my i guess i i started thinking about being frugal i think after talking to brian or i like didn't have an income i guess really at that point i was making some money off summer internships Mm -hmm. but not like a substantial amount um But I guess, like, listening to Brian talk about, like, saving money and, like, why would you not save money? Uh, And just kind of, like, he clearly got a thrill (laughs) out of, of, like, saving money and getting a good deal. Uh, That just being an exciting thing. So that was, like, oh, this is, like, a different way to look at it. And also I saw, like, you have a normal life with it as well. Like, just, it seemed like an extra thing to deal with, kind of. Like, oh, I'm going to save money on this or not eat out. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. didn't seem to, like, limit you socially. Or, like, inhibit anything you actually wanted to do. So it made it seem, like, very achievable. Um, nice. I also, like, after getting a job, I read this book called, like, The Simple Path to Wealth. Um, okay. Which, which was just, like, so hard pushing you on the idea of, like, exponential gains. And, like, oh, you save yeah, a yeah. bunch of money now as a young child. It's going to be so fruitful when you're older. So that, like, has made me think, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, when I'm young right now, this is, like, the very best time I could ever, like, try to cut corners and, like, invest money right now because it's just going to pay off so mm-hmm. much later. That's what so that's all like the big... uh, advisors in my life say. Always try to cut corners as yeah. often as you can. And that will lead to <laughs> better people. Absolutely. That will lead to financial <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Brian, any thoughts? Yeah, um, yeah for me... I was thinking about this, and I feel like it almost started, like, on accident, because hmm. in high school, I don't know, in high school, you were always a like, saver. our house was, 
Yeah, and I don't know why, and I was trying to think how it started, but I think just, so like in high school, our house was the place to be, and so people always came over, and we had like, we had video games, we had like a basketball hoop, we had like a swing. Sure. (laughs) That we like made up all these games on, like we had so much fun just at my house, we never really felt the need to go places to do things, Mm -hmm. and then we had like all the food we ever wanted, so like we never like went out to eat, so my high school just like social life Mm -hmm. was really just like all at our house and nothing we really had to pay for sure and then we had like the lake right across the street Mm -hmm. so i never felt the need to go like i was enjoying life so much just without having to spend money and i feel like that was before i had even like thought about it at all sure um but then also i think some point during that part of my life was impressed on me the idea of um, compound interest and like things growing over time and mm-hmm. like oh if you put money in the stock market and grow at seven percent a year and if it does that for 20 years then like you triple or quadruple your money or whatever it is and i was like oh so like if i do that now yeah like i'm gonna have a lot of money much later and then i don't know when i got to the point of like every penny like how i always say like oh well this penny if i invested it, it'll be seven pennies in 20 years <laughs> or something <laughs> which like is stupid but when you yeah so just all of that knowledge was in my head, which I think is extremely fortunate for me because not everybody gets that kind of knowledge when they're younger. Yeah. People don't know about investing sure. in compound interest. Sure. Like, and a lot of times when people learn about it, it, it like blows their minds. It's really fun to see. Yeah. But so then I think moving forward in my life, I was like, A, I don't need to spend money to have fun. Mm-hmm. And B, saving money now is more valuable than ever. Yeah, totally. Like, the sooner you save money, the more it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, aggressively save everything I can. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how I got here. Did you... And then then it became, like, a part of my personality. Like, an identifying (laughs) factor of me is that Brian is cheap. So then it just made me... I got that. And then it kind of almost became a self-fulfilling thing. Sure. Where that's how people saw me, so that's how I intended to act yeah did you have adults in your life or like bringing this up or like modeling for you that like being frugal or talking about the importance of doing it when you're young um kindly i'll Big be asking time. questions here isaac um this is my last <laughs> morning uh but same question brian what do you think um, <laughs> yeah i mean my dad was all about it and then my okay. dad's friend mr tommy's dad um <laughs> they were really big well so I think, Jay, our dad knew about investing yeah. and the importance of investing because his dad did really well with yeah. investing. Grandpa Wilson was the okay. first one to just, he brute force figured it out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, late in life, yeah. too, and he was still able to, like, build a lot of wealth. So then my dad sure. knew about it and, like, property. Also, yeah, like, a lot of the adult role models in my life were property managers. So, like, that kind of, okay. those minded people. And then, yeah, Mr. Tommy's dad was really big about, like, you don't have to work to make money. Like, your money mm. can make money for you. Sure. And as soon as, as soon as I heard, like, less work, I was sure. like, I'm on board. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, he was all about, like, the four-hour work week and, like, mm-hmm. creating a business and then working your way out of it so that it's generating money, but you're not the one doing the work for it. Yeah. Sure. And so it just, like, opened my eyes to that whole world. And I yeah. was like this seems like a world I want to be a part of. Like, why would I not do that? Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. That's actually one thing. 
I remember you talking about that, Brian, specifically. I, I do remember you bringing up, like, talking about, I want to retire or, like, have time for my family when I'm young. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, being like, I want to be a dad that's 50 that, like, has the days off to chill with their kids and stuff yeah. like that. So, sure. yeah, moving and on then, to the later half of the in. question, what is your guys' main sure. tenet of belief, like, why you're doing this? Is it because it's the best time? Or do you have, like, a end goal in mind? Yeah, pretty much what Isaac said is, yeah, now is the best time. And also, I think the biggest thing in my life looking forward is I want to be with my family and, like, with my kids as they're growing up. I don't want to be absent for that at all. I want to be around. I want to have the freedom to do what I want to do. Yeah. And if, like, if saving a lot now allows me to do that much sooner, Mm -hmm. then I want to do that. Like, if you make decent money like have a good job and try Mm. to limit your expenses retiring by like your 40s is astronomically achievable yeah and if you say that to other people they'll like completely dismiss it and be like oh retire by 40 good luck yeah but it's like if you know what you're doing and you go about it the right way it's very very achievable yeah sure yeah that's it's mind-blowing but it's just sort of knowing the tricks of the trade i suppose um, all right, mm-hmm. moving right along. Huh. Um, so how has being this financially minded and this frugal affected your guys' lives up until this point, both negatively and positively? Mm. Okay. We should start with the negative first. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. I have, I have a good example for these. <laughs> um, like I have, a, I have a decent amount of friends that aren't thinking the way I am where they are, like, not thinking about saving. I, I don't think, I think a majority of my friends, like, like they know about, yeah, hey, I should be saving for retirement, but they're definitely not nearly as actively thinking about it as I am. So I think oftentimes it comes up where, like, we want to go out to dinner or something, or I'll be like, oh, hey, I'd rather not spend money, or just, like, generally try to express thoughts of, like, wanting to do something that's free. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why are we spending money right now? Like, what if we did this instead? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, like, creates strife between like groups if you're like the one person who doesn't want to go out or like wants to avoid spending money all the time or i guess i felt like social pressure yeah in situations to to be like following along with the group um but sometimes i wonder if that's just me maybe needing to take a chill pill and just like suck it up for a couple times you know mm-hmm. like what the best way to deal with it actually is and like whether it should be causing me stress or not yeah. have you felt like you miss out on anything though because i think the like most the thing most people jump to is oh if yeah. you don't spend this money then you're missing out on this experience. Mm. I guess I think like very little, which I guess is a good answer. Like I'm glad yeah. it's very little. I think that's I kind of, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say that's kind of where I'm at too because I'm trying to think back to like the the ways being frugal has impacted my life the most. Yeah, and um. I'll just go through examples because some of them are good and some of them are bad, I think. Because So we always had really crappy apartments and houses throughout (laughs) college because we just looked for the cheapest thing and tried to cram as many people in as possible. Sure. Um, which people go into your house and they're like, oh my God, you live here? But like, (laughs) Your apartment in Berkeley was tiny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like, especially in Cincinnati, the house, the houses that I lived in and the people I lived with are like my fondest, best memories of college. Sure. Like, the camaraderie there. Like, I, o- I always shared a room throughout college with uh, mm-hmm. my friend Mike, 
who is okay. like my best friend now, probably largely because we shared a room and we <laughs> yeah. shared so many of our experiences together. Sure. So I think that was a huge positive, regardless of my uh, sure, like my standard of living mm-hmm. or my quality of life. Yeah. <laughs> as far as my house at that point. Um, other things like going out to bars a lot. A lot of times I would either say no mm-hmm. um, and just not go, or I would like drink at home and then go out and not drink. Sure. So I think drinking at home and then going out is maybe a little less enjoyable, but still fun and you're still there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also anytime I didn't go, I don't really, I feel like I tend to not get FOMO as bad as other people mm-hmm. just because I'm like, it's another night out at the bar with my friends in college. Like, sure, sure. There's probably hundreds of those nights. It's okay to sacrifice yeah. a few. Yeah. But then I'm, I think of bigger events like, uh. Sig App would have like out of town parties where they would get like a humongous like Airbnb or something, cool. and then everyone brings tons of alcohol for the weekend and they just like <laughs> ha- have a great time. Um, <laughs> and I never went on one of those because they were expensive to cover like the transportation, the Airbnb, sure. everyone gets like fancy alcohol and whatever else they're doing. Sure. So I never went on those. That's one thing that I'm like, eh, would it have been fun? Like, would that have been an experience that would have been worth the money? Yeah. Sure. Maybe. So that's one thing I think about. But then also just SIG up as a whole. I um, dropped after two or three years of being in it because I was like, this is an extra, I think it was like $700 a semester, $750, mm. something like that. Yeah, sure. And I was like, and I thought about it. I was like, some of my friends are in here. There are some redeeming things, but there's also a lot of annoyance. It's kind of a commitment I don't feel very strongly about. Yeah. Hmm. Is this money worth it? Sure. And then... I was kind of fortunate, I guess, that my friend Mike was thinking the same thing, and we both had the same mindset as far nice. as money, so we ended up dropping together, and, like, anyone that was in it that I was friends with, like, I was still friends with. I couldn't go to, like, SIGEP functions, which was kind of a bummer, but I had other friends that I could do stuff with, too, so... Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I do. It's just kind of weighing those opportunities. So I guess there are some opportunities that it's like, it would if money wasn't an object... If yeah. money didn't matter, yeah, sure, I would have stayed in SIGAP and maybe, like, half-assed it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, if I'm going to half-ass it, I don't want to be spending all this money on it. So yeah. I dropped mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's the thing. I think, I, um, well, I just wanted to speak a little bit as to the going out to a bar specifically scenario. One thing, yeah. in my opinion, very frequently, the bar isn't the fun part. It's like, oh, we had, like, a not good time or we had a good time. And it's like, the difference is almost always yeah. the group that you're with. And that group can stay in yeah, a house, sure. which... That's sure. a very good point. I have just as much fun sitting at home playing Super Smash Bros. with my roommates as I do going out to a bar yeah. with my roommates. And then sure, sure. I think that a good... What I like to let pace sort of my going out ventures is the frequency of really good deals is a pretty good frequency of going out mm. to bars, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's like... There's got to be at least one bar near you that has a really good deal, like almost, if like once a week, almost always, a bar will have a good deal. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I'll go out and get a $2 pitcher of beer at this bar on this day, mm. and then not go out to the bar for a week because I don't need to go to, out to a bar a bunch of times a week, you know? Sure. For sure. I will say, Jay, that once strategy. you graduate college, those deals get significantly That's worse. That's why I'll stay here forever. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm hearing the $2 pitcher, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I did I, find there's one bar by the university in Wilmington here that does fifty cent bush light 
on Friday nights. <laughs> That's so good. So I'm like, you're telling me I could slap down a $5 bill and get 10 <laughs> bush lights. You did say, though, That's outrageous. that that butts up against the $1 tacos across the street. So you mm-hmm. quickly come to the point where you could either have one taco or two more beers with your last remaining yeah. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Really I, makes you weigh the odds. Yeah. I do think there's, like, thinking about, like, activities where you spend money as well, like going out. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes, like, trying to finesse something that's free or cheap, like, instead, is oftentimes, like, more fun in the end or more memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I find a lot of times, like, we'll try to think of something weird to do or, like, it'll just lead us into some circumstance where we're doing something we wouldn't typically do, like, to get out of paying for something. Yeah. And I almost feel like it's it's a redeeming quality in that sense because... Like you end up trying new things or something yeah. like yeah. atypical happens that's actually like memorable yeah. and cool. Or sneak a flask into a bar. Why not? Live on the edge. Do, done that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used fill to go a to college. Bag with, fill yeah. a Ziploc bag with rum and bring it into a baseball mm. stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will oh say, God. Jay, I have one more thing to add. Is uh, Another way I think it negatively affects me is when there is something that I want or... <laughs> Other people would say something I need, <laughs> or if it's just something, or if it's just something that I really, really want and like think will make my life better, I hesitate so much and for so long before getting it. And then once I finally do yeah. get it, I'm like, "Wow, this is great! I should have got this so long ago." Do you have an example of something like what happened in your life recently? Um, hmm. My first thought is, like, video game consoles, which I okay. know is kind of a funny one. But those, it's like, every year you wait to get it, it's another year outdated, and the next one is sure. one year closer to coming out. So I rational, I always rationalize as, I'm going to wait till the price comes down, and then once the price comes down, I'm like, well, the new one is going to mm-hmm. come out soon, so I don't want to get this old one. And then I end up just never getting a console. Sure. But um, I know having that console would be awesome like sure. it would allow me to play like super smash bros with my friends online and yeah. like is specifically a switch it would be a great one for me to have when i travel for work all the time mm. and like i do enjoy video games whether they're a good hobby or not sure. i get a lot of joy out of them <laughs> so yeah i've procrastinated getting a switch for like two years i think and then we just got one for christmas so nice but now even that i have it i'm gonna be like well, do I want to spend the $60 for Super Smash Bros? Because, sure, like, sure. it's $60. And, yeah. like, I could play with my friends, but how often am I going to play? Like, is it worth it? And I'll just go back and forth with myself for months before I do yeah. it. And it's like, well, if I was going to do it, I should have just done it earlier and yeah. had more enjoyment out of it. Do you have, like, a... I, I have a very similar experience with, like, basically everything as well. I guess, like, do you have a decision-making process you think well, about? Well, 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 like, guys, me... let's hold up okay. there for a second. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> lots of, You're doing lots of questions day. to come. <laughs> All right. So right. I'm, I'm new. Sorry, my first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can tell, Isaac. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, so next question is similarly as to what Isaac was trying to transition to. You're a natural. Um, okay, great. Where do you draw the line on, like, being frugal? And how do you make mm. decisions on what crosses that line? Hmm. That's tough. On a basic level, I try to weigh wants versus needs. Like, do I really need this? Sure. Which um, some people, like, <laughs> I don't know. The line that I draw is a need 
is different than other people, which I find interesting totally. because um, needs should just be needs. But I think other people think they need things that they don't actually need. Sure. So I guess, Brian, um, what constitutes a need for you is the more specific question. That's what I'm trying to come up with a good example. Like maybe if your shower head is like not like if you're the water pressure coming out of it is like not great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. other people would be like we need a new shower head because this is like making it difficult to bathe mm -hmm. sure and i would be like well water's still coming out like you can bathe with it you don't need a new yeah. one yeah yeah <laughs> that kind I... of thing or like my my laptop mm -hmm. is a good example um, so one of the brackets that holds the screen on is completely broken. The <laughs> screen is hanging on by one bracket. I spilled an Oreo milkshake all over the keyboard. So the keyboard and the mouse pad are both like 75% operable now. Um, but I'm like, well, the laptop still works. Like it still runs. Like everything's fine. I have a USB mouse and keyboard now that I use. But that was like 20 bucks instead of buying a new laptop. So I'm like, sure. I don't need a new laptop. And sure. Sydney over there is like, you need a new laptop. Because <laughs> mm. I do use it a lot for a lot of things. So it makes sense for me to have a good one. But I was like, mm. and I had such a hard time bringing myself to buy a new one. Because I was like, this one still works. It still gets the job done. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know if that really answers the question, but... Isaac, do you have any thoughts? I, I sometimes flirt. Like, I hear your needs versus want. Or, like, the shower head example sticks out to me. Because, like, mm -hmm. I do like to be cheap. I like to save money. Mm -hmm. And, like, there are things where, like, hey, I don't actually need that. Um, but sometimes I feel like I do want nice things, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do want things in my life to run smoothly. And, like, then I have to deal with, like, a lot of stuff that's, like, not serving me well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard to, like... Like, I, or I struggle to draw that line also of what is, like, like, like how much money can I spend on this new thing? Or, like, I got a bicycle recently, and, like, I had this old $200 bicycle that was really shitty, but I was driving it for, like, a year, and I was using it all the time. But I was like, should I get a new one? I don't know. Like, this one's fine. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as yeah. I got the new one, I was loving it. Like, it was like, oh, this is, like, I should have had this all along. Like, I obviously use this a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of so a learning lesson for me. Like, oh. Yeah. It's like a hard line to draw because it's naturally an abstract yeah. line or, yeah. and also like an arbitrary line. Sure. So, but I think like want versus need is the first line. Like if it's a need, I'm going to get it and I'm not going to feel guilty and I'll spend sure. whatever I need. Sure. Um, then if it's a want, then you kind of get into, okay, is the, is the cost worth the benefit that I'm getting? Mm -hmm. So like, sure. A shower head, you can get a shower head for like 10 bucks. So I would sure. probably buy that. Sure. Because that would make <laughs> my showers much more enjoyable. <laughs> um, but then the other test that I run is okay, what's the cheapest thing I can get that will fulfill this desire? Mm. So, like, for example, one of the things Sydney and I want is like a good reading chair to put in our office. Um, because nice. our office gets the best light and we just want like a comfy chair in there that we could read in. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. Um, so some people would be like, okay, well, I want a nice chair. I'm going to go out and get this like $200 chair or something. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, well, you could just pick up a chair on the side of the road for free or like Craigslist for free, yeah. or sure. you can find something on like Facebook marketplace for maybe like 25 bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the, uh, well, Brian, if I may interject, I have similarly, you, you sort of evaluate like what's the cheapest option. 
But those mm-hmm. financial motivations in my life in particular, I'm interested to see if this happens for you guys, those butt up against my like conservation environmental mindedness where I've hmm. become highly motivated to get something um, based on lifespan. So if it's something that I know that I'll sure. continuously use, it's like I'm big into like material waste. So it's like, okay, am I going to get this one that's going to serve me for like a year and fulfill my need? Or am I going to get this one that I could potentially use for 30 years? Totally. That's true. And that's hard to, you got to factor that in too. And that's also hard to calculate yeah. because you never know. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of that too, Jay. Like I definitely try to buy things that are higher quality. Mm-hmm. And then like, at least for the ones I have done, like it definitely has been fruitful. Yeah. Like I, I got this expensive down jacket and the company I got it from has replaced it for me for free twice. Oh, jeez. So like, so it's basically three jackets in one that I bought. Yeah. And like yeah. initially I was like hesitant to buy it, but now it's like I'll absolutely buy their products again, you know? Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, it's so good. I actually have a list of things too that I'm, uh, that throughout life I've decided I'm willing to pay the extra for the better quality. Nice. Okay. Things like, like toilet paper is one of them. Okay. <laughs> or like uh, Kleenex. Basically, a lot of like toiletries. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Q-tips. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, phone chargers. I've decided I'm done buying oh, cheap phone one. chargers. That's a good one. Because one. they they just don't last. Um, but uh, Jay, I wanted to say to your point on uh, sustainability or like conservationism, whatever you said it was. Um, you could buy a really nice one that's going to last forever, or I think buying off Craigslist yeah, that one or like recycling other people's sure, sure. is also, yeah, getting more use out of something that someone no longer finds useful. Yeah. yeah. I think I still yeah. have yet to buy a piece of furniture in my college career. One, because I move so okay. often, but then two, it's like when we, I, at first I wasn't spending any time in my room, so I was like, I don't need a desk. And then we started yeah. to go online school, so I was like, all right, I need a desk and a chair. But by that point, I had already found a curb desk, and then I was like, I need a nice chair because I'm sitting on a footstool. I finally found one on a like uh, resale app, but then by the time I actually drove out there to pick it up, they said, I don't care, just take it. So then that ended up being free. Nice. So By the skin nice. of my teeth. Yeah. I've learned there's also apparently like extensive Facebook groups for different neighborhoods and areas that you might yes. live in that are just buy-nothing groups. And like the whole point of the group is like we want everyone in this neighborhood to never have to buy anything we like between all of us we probably have everything we all want yeah yeah it's just a matter of like sharing it with each other hmm. my it's actually crazy my mom is an admin on one of these groups and she like <laughs> no wor- she worships it <laughs> like, she's i love like, it there's been times where like i'll bring something to the house that i don't like want anymore but i want my mom to hold and i'll just put it in the basement and then a month mm-hmm. will go by and i'll ask her like where it is and she's like oh i just gave it away <laughs> like, and I'm like, what? So it's definitely frustrating at times because she just loves to like pass things on. Yeah. But um, also in in my room, like she's gotten me this beautiful desk I have for free, and all this other yeah. furniture for my apartment. Yeah. Um. So that's that's been yeah. like a great resource. It's that's super nice. Mm-hmm. And I think even short of just like giving stuff away and giving it to people, mm-hmm. I think some of the groups will be like, okay, so in our neighborhood, like. These are the six people that have good ladders. If you need a ladder, go to oh, one of these cool. six people and they'll let you borrow it. That's great. Huh. And then, yeah, so you like still bring it back, but it's like, you don't need to go buy a ladder. We already have six in our neighborhood. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, as we uh, sort of 
close out the conversation on a, a drift towards communism. Um, <laughs> what do you guys... Do you guys have categories in your life where you are the very least frugal? Like, probably the the thing you'll spend the most money on. And, like, excluding things like car insurance. But um, <laughs> okay. things that, like sure. optional purchases where you spend the most money that you feel good about. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a time I... where you really let loose that you don't feel, like, yeah. negatively towards? This has uh, been a recent trend for me, but I had a conversation with my friend recently about, like, money and how I spend it. And then he was like, oh, why would you not spend money on your health? Like, so, like, since then, I definitely spend money on, like, I get a lot of nice food. Um, and I think, like, generally, I try to treat my body well. Like, I go have a gym that is, like, really fun to go to, and I like mm-hmm. it, and it's expensive. But, like, I, it really improves my health a lot. But I think, like, I think about being frugal and, like, being a healthy human up until the end of your life is really important also. Mm-hmm. So at least for me, like, I really try not to skimp on, like, my personal care and, like, how I treat my body in terms of food and in terms of, like, exercise and, like, general health. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Brian, you're you're like a real one. big spender on food, right? All throughout college, you were always getting the top most groceries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another one of my wants versus needs thing. Yeah. I'm like, all I need is um, nutrients in my body. <laughs> so I will sure. get... Like, Soylent, and just eat that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I never did Soylent. Soylent's so bad. But, Soylent yeah, bad. just, like, the cheapest options, like potatoes. Um, sure. Spaghetti. Yeah. I don't know. I would get some vegetables. We made homemade pizzas a lot. Pizza dough is dirt cheap and is delicious. Mm, yeah. Um, well, That's so good. Brian, I, uh, I just remember visiting you my freshman year at Cincinnati when we had a year of overlap. And when I was at your house, I would... It would be, oh, like, we're hungry. Brian, what can I eat of yours? And he said, well, the middle shelf is mine. And I look, and it's just always, like, <laughs> half a box of pasta and, like, <laughs> some potatoes. And he says, oh, just shr- mandolin a bunch of potatoes into the pan and then flip them after five minutes. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> potatoes are good. Throw some ketchup on yeah. there. You're- you would have a 20-pound bag of pancake mix. It was great. Mm-hmm. Damn, but yeah. but uh, if it works for you, yeah, yeah. What was the question? Things I am willing to spend yeah, money they, on. Thing, um, things, the thing where you're least frugal but feel really good about it. Yeah, mm. I like the health answer. I've been a little more willing to go to the doctor lately, but it's still. <laughs> oh no, me Brian. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, I'd say my answer, I feel like, is more um, what's the word? Typical. Um, okay. where I don't care about spending on travel or like experiences. Yeah. You don't care about that. Yeah. Like okay. if I want to go on a trip, I'm just like, all right, let's go. I don't cool. care. Sure. Um, which helps a lot now that I have like piles and piles of hotels. <laughs> now that it's free, you're really good at it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is one of the things they talk about on choose FI all the time is that it's surprisingly easy to travel for basically free. Like, I've heard so many accounts of people traveling with their family of four going on, like, two or three vacations a year for free off of uh, credit card rewards for travel rewards, like, Uh. sign-up bonuses and stuff. But I'm getting off topic. Um, One of the the things that stands out most in my mind is, Isaac, actually, when we went to Europe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because um, all my friends at school know me as, like, being super frugal, like, don't want to do anything. And then you just called me one day and you're like, hey, I'm going to Europe over, like, New Year's to see Matt. Like, do you want to come? 
And I was like, I don't think I'm doing anything. And then I like looked at the cost and I was like, this is like a really unique opportunity. Like there's no other reason sure. I would ever go to Europe. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And I just sure. like signed on and was going and everyone's like, I can't believe you're so frugal, but you just <laughs> like at the drop of a hat decide to fly to Europe. Yeah. And I'm like, the flight, I feel like I remember being ridiculously cheap. Yeah, when we flew, <laughs> remember New Year's hit like in the sky? Like, yeah. The pilot was like, oh yeah, it's New Year's right now. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, the pilot came on, he's like, at this very moment, we're on the like opposite side of the international dateline or something i don't know sure. like he told us exactly when we crossed into midnight so we like woke up and it was a red eye flight too <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so we like woke up took a shot at tito's <laughs> went back that was great went back to sleep oh man but yeah we did it as cheaply as it could possibly be done i would say yeah. and um yeah, remember yeah it was just like... a great it was a great opportunity so i was like yeah i'm doing this <laughs> sure it's a, it'll be a cool experience and it was it's one of the most memorable great. trips i've ever been on yeah yeah i also had a really good time on that trip that's a i, I remember mm-hmm. eating like bread and cheese on like the side of the street we go into supermarkets like wouldn't eat out we that's the other thing yeah we get, meat. we get dude baguettes there were like 20 yeah, exactly cents. exactly oh man that's what i really like about i remember well one hearing about your trip but two watching the vlogs it uh Mm-hmm. Traveling means different things to different people, and I've found myself, like, some groups of my friends will go on trips, and for whatever reason, I just, like, internally will feel, ah, I don't really want to go on that one. And I began sure. to realize it's because, uh, like, I can, if the vibe is different from how I want to conduct myself on a trip, then I'd, it, I would just not enjoy it as much. So if we're going to some place with a certain sure. group, it's like, oh, we're going to get an Airbnb that's, like, nice and close to all the stuff we want to be at, and then... We're gonna go out to eat like two, three times, and we're not gonna yeah. like. So that just kind of it's like I'm going there to travel. I'm not going there to like lead a lifestyle that I don't want to lead. You know? Sure. Mm-hmm. So I I have really similar experiences with that Jay of like being nervous or anxious to travel with certain folks. Yeah. Because I know like the desires will be different when we get there. Like I get that spending money on the experience is worth it. At least I agree with that. Yeah. But also, like, I feel you on sometimes, like, okay, when we get there, though, like, are we going to be spending, like, crazy or, like, yeah, how does it work, you know? Yeah, which some people say, we're in this new town, why would you waste the money you spent to get here by not doing anything? But then it's like, I just want to, like, be here, go for a run, like, see a park, I don't know. It's... Sure, yeah. yeah. But anyhow, so, um, moving on. So, that was the thing that you felt, um, the, what was it? I, I got my questions mixed up. That was the thing that you feel like the most best about that you spend a lot of money on. What's your like biggest financial shame? The thing that you can't seem to quit spending money on that you don't feel good about. Uh. <laughs> Brian, you might have to dig deep. I feel like you kind of. <laughs> I know. Mine are mainly born out of compromises I've made with Sydney <laughs> now that we live together. <laughs> Pass in the buck. This is you, Brian. Which... What do you spend money on that you're shameful about? Well, I Chocolate? mean. <laughs> joint joint purchases that Sydney and I make are half my money. So yeah, sure. But I'll tr- I'll try to rule out any of those because like obviously when we're furnishing our house, I have a very yeah. different idea of what furnishings are required. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we already have a mattress and a lamp. What sure. else do we need? <laughs> sure. Um. No, I'll think Isaac if you can come up with any. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything that I feel like I should stop spending money on per se. 
I do like the thing that beats me up the most that I do spend money on, I guess, is eating out. Yeah. Uh, like I know I preached earlier, like I buy good food. Um, but mm-hmm. I guess like to me, I don't really care about taste <laughs> or like Brian's approach Preach. earlier of like just nutrients. <laughs> like that's how I feel when yeah. I'm eating out. Like I don't want it to destroy my body, but also like I don't get that much satisfaction out of food and like buying a yeah. $12 pizza to me is like, like I feel bad about that just cause like a pizza is not worth $12 to me yeah. or something like that. You know, like I'd prefer a $6 DiGiorno in the oven. And I can't yeah. help but think about like how I'm getting ripped off kind of when I eat out. But I know yeah. a lot of people disagree, <laughs> or like all of my friends. <laughs> That's the one thing yeah. is that I feel like I definitely enjoy eating good food. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I can't prepare what I want to eat. Um, but then there is that uh, flip side when you definitely could prepare something as good or better. And you're just, totally. it's a convenience thing. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I think mine... I, I have a couple. So mm-hmm. one is actually recently I broke down and decided I was going to pay for a Minecraft realm <laughs> because mm. <laughs> I love Minecraft and I think it's also a good way to like keep in touch with friends like we, uh, we would play together. So it's like the most contact I've had with like Ryan or Simon or a bunch of people, uh, yeah. Zach, in like a long time is through this Minecraft realm. So I was like, this is really adding to my life like i want this yeah but then it's tapered off and i kept paying for it every month like maybe Mm. we'll get back on and i think it went on for like four or five months before i was like okay i need to cancel this sure so that was kind of one thing the other thing i think that's more like a, a better answer for your question is um like since moving to wilmington and getting a real job and now like living with sydney i have um made the conscious decision that i'm willing to up the standards of some areas of my life um and like yeah i don't know just start enjoying things a little more i guess or like enjoying things that you need to spend money to do a little more sure and the one i think one that i've struggled with the most is um going out to bars more often and like buying nice beer or even just like beer to have at home um buying like nice seltzers or like better beers that you actually enjoy drinking um because like alcohol in its own right is not a necessity i'm like sure. i've i've mm-hmm. always avoided just like after work like oh i'll have a beer or two because that costs money and you don't need it just drink water mm-hmm. um yeah. <laughs> just drink water <laughs> yeah so i guess drinking at home i do more often now and i'm like should i be doing this like is this really worth it and sure. then also the drinks i'm drinking i'm like i don't know i've because Drinking can be an enjoyable, just, like, casual social thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like, if I'm going to just be casual and social, do I need to be drinking? Yeah. Sure. I feel like the only... <laughs> I still, in my brain, uh, I still have drinking married to getting drunk. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're drinking and not drinking sure. without the intention of getting drunk and, like, partying, then there's no point to the drinking. Yeah. Just sure. enjoy the company. Binge sure. drinking is the most financially viable option, I think. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just like wasting drinks. Yeah. Sure. But like, there, there is, there is redeeming value to just like having a buzz with some people. Yeah. yeah. Like it's nice, but it's uh, not necessary. So I struggle with that. Yeah, I recently did actually like a month sober, like trying not to drink alcohol for the month. Okay. And there were like a couple of parties I went to, even like not drinking, yeah. and like it helped me. Like I'd saved a bunch of money in that month, which I was hype about. Um, and then also like it did help me redefine 
like the role of alcohol in social settings a little bit. Yeah. Not that I was reliant on it, but like I think I drink less now just on the whole because I was like, oh, I have had a great time at parties sober. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. Like that was a fun exercise to try, like withholding something. That, yeah, that's really see. interesting. Yeah. How do you I guys feel about? Feel... I was gonna say, was how gonna do you guys feel I... about this? One drink, useless. Yes, <laughs> I agree completely. Unless it is yeah. a, 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 a thick Mueller special. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, glad you asked, Isaac. <laughs> Mueller special was our go-to drink in college believe it or not so yeah we did the math my friends were chemical engineers okay um, and we we went to the store and did the math to find the cheapest alcohol per dollar drink you could make and still have it be like stomachable sure so we would mix rum water and a crystal light flavor packet oh my god like bottom shelf rum and yeah, you could pour one if you use the right ratios. We would pour them like half rum, half water. Okay. And then just add flavor packet until it's tolerable. Yeah. And you have one of those <laughs> and you're like, good. That's nuts. <laughs> well, yeah, and then. Yeah, that, yeah. The real shame is if that's you were out of Crystal Light and then you had to drink a Mueller special neat, which is just rum and water. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> that's yeah, what i'm talking about a little bit with like trying to be cheap like adds to fun or that, that sounds like an experience you know like, yeah in that way sure. like that's a good story rather than like just yeah. buying normal alcohol you know and it's yeah. an iconic memory well yeah. brian yeah, exactly how, how did you uh get the rum to be the cheapest it could possibly be for the viewers yeah isaac i don't know if i've ever told you this but no. so we would get barton rum it's ten dollars okay. a handle but <laughs> if you but at the store we went to if you bought a six pack of handles you got 10 percent off mm. so we would get six handles of rum at once <laughs> and then they would be nine dollars a handle uh, i'm like the cheapest rum possible yeah yeah it's hardcore <laughs> so now i really like rum i have a taste sure. for rum <laughs> yeah, um but i was gonna say the other thing i feel pretty similar about to alcohol is coffee mm. because i don't That's drink valid. coffee and I have a plethora of reasons, but one of the main reasons is it's not necessary. Sure. Yeah. It it's it's kind of expensive and it's not necessary, so I don't want. Sure. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't drink coffee either. I feel the same way. Nice. I feel like I'm Jay. good without it, but it's how just, does it yeah. feel to be outnumbered? Well, you see, <laughs> I drink coffee um, in a way that is very dissimilar from most of my friends who drink coffee. Where it's I hate drinking it during the work week, and I can't drink it after noon. I need to have breakfast mm-hmm. first or it like destroys my body. It's yeah. <laughs> I like I really enjoy the vibe and the taste of coffee, but I only drink it like in this period of time when I'm between college and a job, definitely more often, but in my regular life mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a weekend treat that I'll have maybe once a weekend. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like people always ask me, they're like, Oh, you drink coffee? And I'm like, Uh oh, no, I don't drink it. They're like, Oh, you don't like it? I was like, No, I love the taste. I just like yeah. don't really like the idea of caffeine. And they're like, Oh, well, you could drink decaf. I was like, Well, why would I buy that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I because, had a yeah. And then it's the same thing as like, Well, you like it. And I'm like, But I don't need it, so I don't buy it. It's this, I'm like, I like, sure. I love orange juice. Sure. But I don't buy orange juice because it's expensive. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had a thing at work recently where like someone mentioned the cold brew dispenser or whatever and then I was like I said something about like where it was but it was just wrong and everybody looked at me like well, does he not know where the cold brew is? <laughs> that was the only person in the room who didn't drink coffee and everybody, everybody was so stunned like what? Does he not know wow. where the cold brew is? It was so funny. <laughs> oh, what a man. noob. I know. 
Well, guys, if you're ready, I would like to move on to the very last question. So, mm, also, oh boy, we're making you, good time. Yeah, if you have anything to get off your chests after this question, feel free. But I want to know what are the ways of saving money that you guys have integrated into your lives that you're the most proud of? Like, is there any one shining moment, or like for Brian, <laughs> the Barton Rum uh, anecdote? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Pretty proud great. of that one. Yeah, sure. I I have one thing I do. Like, I really like to do this. It's kind of like a crazy thing of me. But, like, if there's something I want to buy, I, I find it really helpful to go to the store and, like, touch it or, like, go shopping for it as if I'm going to buy it and then not buying it. But, like, the act of seeing it in the store somehow, like, it convinces me that I don't actually need it. Yeah. And, like, it, it's, oh. like, I, I like, because it, it'll be things online or things I'm thinking about. Like, I want to buy a, a new raincoat. I'll go to the store and look at the new raincoat, and it's like, oh, like this is kind of just a raincoat, and I convince myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's been like, it's a fun, also like mental exercise of like toughness almost. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're that's, so close to what you want, but not doing it. That's kind of similar to the thing I've done, where I like buy the bag of candy, Jay, yeah. and leave it in my room, and I'm what like, this, this candy. <laughs> it's it's one of my because uh, I tend to not be able to control myself around sweets. Okay. Like I'll just yeah, pound them. Um, so an exercise I did at one point in my life was I bought a bag of candy and left it in my room, but I bought it with the intention of not eating it. And like, as soon, like, so when I, uh, set the standard in my mind, it's like, yes, there's a bag of candy there, but you're, you're not supposed to eat it. That candy's not there to be eaten. And I was like, okay. So then every morning I wake up and look at this bag of candy and then don't eat it, which was astonishingly easy because I had established that in my mind. Okay, okay. And then throughout the day when I saw sweets, it was uh, so much easier to say no to them because Mm. I had already said no to sweets that morning. Yeah. Sure. So I was like, I don't need that. So that was interesting to me. But yeah, and it also reminds me of the looking at the donuts story. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What is that one? That one one ended in failure. That was just (laughs) one time at work. So this is the same thing. It's the exact same principle, Isaac, but he failed horribly is the story. (laughs) (laughs) Where, like, people people always bring donuts into work, and I was... I I quickly became known at this job as the guy that eats all the donuts. Oh, God. (laughs) But, like, so someone brought in donuts, and I was like... I don't need any donuts today. I'm not going to do it. And I'm just sitting there at my desk, like <laughs> looking at the box of donuts across the room. And I was like, oh, I'll just go like, see what they got. So I like get up, walk over to the donuts, <laughs> open it up, look, look at them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, those are some good donuts. I was like, sure. I don't need them. So I went back and sat down again. And then like five minutes later, <laughs> I was like, I'm doing it. And I got up and went and got like two donuts and came back. <laughs> And then my friend turns around Wait, and looks at me. Wait, just pause like, in that point of the story. The getting up and getting two donuts, I feel like, is not a move that occurs to most people. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, on his mind. I'm being distracted. That's fair. But then, yeah, one of my friends looked at me. He's like, what are, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to resist. It's like I, I was battling yeah. with myself. No, but, but then later you said, like, eventually you, you'd eaten, I don't know how many donuts at that point, but you said in your mind, you said, well, I'll just go off and look at the donuts. I like looking at donuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did you I think do like you looking at donuts. They make me happy. Um, one, thing I, one thing you had said, I think you did in Berkeley, Ryan. Brian, sorry. Is you had, like, I think you shopped at multiple different grocery stores and then compared prices across them. Oh, yeah. I had a whole spreadsheet. That going. blew my mind also. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. A, yeah. that's a bold move. What was it? I did Safeway. I did Berkeley Bowl. 
don't even know what else. Trader is Joe's, there. maybe. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, want to make sure I was getting the lowest price. Yeah. I'd say. But um, I think oh. one of my cheap, uh, mm-hmm. cheap methods that I'm quite proud of that I've embraced more lately is the idea of getting something, using it, and then returning it. Hmm. Okay. It's similar to the like neighborhood, like we, six guys have ladders. You don't need a ladder. Sure. And it's like I'm only going to need this ladder once. So what yeah, you, getting what like are, like what? I'm trying to think of an example, like maybe a specific tool, like some or random like, specific screwdriver, like underwear. It's like maybe. You, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> I'm the most ashamed of. I did it with underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, I'm not letting you get for, away without telling. I this forget one. the exact circumstance of what it was, but. Yeah, it was like some <laughs> brand of underwear at Walmart comes in like this weird Ziploc bag that you can reseal. Yeah. And there was some weird circumstance where I only needed like one more pair of underwear. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I think, did you, didn't your like luggage get like, it was like behind you or something, so you didn't have like any clothes, I thought? Yeah, my, that was it. My suitcase um, like got caught at the airport, so I had no stuff for a day, and I like needed a pair of underwear. Hmm. So I bought the pair with the intention of keeping them. Sure. But then I was like, I don't need this underwear. <laughs> so didn't they sell it, that? It was a Ziploc bag. Yeah. What they don't know won't hurt them. I think. Sure. Yeah. They so, sell they sell underwear at Goodwill, right? Yeah. I think they do. It's just like cheap stuff. I think that's new though. I think they sell new socks and underwear only. Well. Yeah. It's anyway, fun. that's that's Walmart. Someone out there might be wearing underwear that I wore. Well, we're famous <laughs> podcasters now. They probably would be excited. Um, yeah, let's find those. Somebody find those underwear for us. <laughs> that's the one I'm least proud of, but I'm most proud of the concept. Yeah. Sure. Well, my apologies. Oh, we did it recently it. with uh, with some of my for our engagement photos. Um. Sydney bought a couple yeah. outfits for me, and then we like returned all of them because I was nice. like, I don't, Sydney, I don't need more clothes. I have clothes. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Which she counter argues that I've had these clothes since I was like sixteen, but <laughs> they're still they still cover my parts. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the things that I need to finally break down and spend money on that I'm not willing to is a new jeans that fit me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys. I wear jeans every single day, and I have um, same one pair uh, usually that i'll wear um, sure and yeah that's one thing that that's one of those things i don't think i've admitted to myself yet mm. but i have a pair of jeans that has like a hole in it and i wear it to work and i'm like oh like is this like bad and like the hole slowly grows and i'm like convinced <laughs> to myself oh it's okay but you know it's like it's like if, like if i just put them on for the first time ever wear it the hole i'd be like oh no way i can wear this to work yeah. and now yeah. it's progressively gotten larger so that'll happen <laughs> Oh man! You're just like, oh man! I'm gonna have to start wearing underwear. This is gonna be bad. Sure. <laughs> no, but yeah. So, guys, that's all the questions I have. Are there any like closing remarks that you want to get off your chests? Any advice, thoughts, prayers? I have a closing thought. Or I wonder. Sometimes I wonder, like I'm saving all this money for later in my life, or like at some other point. Yeah. And I guess like I wonder if I'll be able to finally like transition away from like saving to spending. Or like, will I just be like this my whole life? Yeah, I'm That's, curious. Like, what what do you guys think about that? They yourselves? talk about that a lot on Choose Fi, like the okay. transition. How when okay. you're so set in this mindset that that transition could be really, really difficult for some sure. people. Um, I don't know any tips they have. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, but you could listen. I think well, I the time valuation is something that is 
has been newly on my mind is like, oh, $5 now is worth way more than $5 later. Sure. Um, so I think, I don't know, if you keep that in mind, I feel like that's going to help me later in life when it's like, all right, me spending like a little bit of money on a good meal now that I'm like 65 isn't as detrimental. Um, sure. But as far as like transitioning to spending, I don't think that um, like relegating your spending later in life is a bad thing if you're happy, you know? Like sure. people always say True. you can't take it with you, but the fact is like, I don't know about you guys, but most people intend to like have some sort of family unit and sure. it's, a, it's an amazing gift to be able to give over wealth to a, a good start for somebody that sure. you're leaving behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jay, on that note, um, I will say I talked to Dad briefly about some investments yesterday. Yeah. And um, we somehow, meandering tangent, got onto a topic of uh, Grandma's retirement. Yeah. Because Dad kind of oversees some of that. And suffice it to say, she's, like, set. Yeah. Like, she has more money than she would ever need to live out the rest of her life. Nice. And I'm like, I was like, wow, like, Grandma could just be, like, balling out, doing whatever she wants. And Dad just goes, yeah, and you know what? She is doing whatever she wants. Yeah. She lives in her sure. little house in rural Ohio on the farm. Yeah. And she's happy as a clam. Yeah, just the sure. same way that, like, you can save a bunch of money and, like, still have a like, enjoyable and fun life now. It doesn't mean you need to, like, change it later per se it's just sure. that you like i don't know you can buy orange juice if you want maybe exactly <laughs> but, yeah like, that kind of thing <laughs> it's you don't need to like intentionally spend you can just sort of like take your foot off the gas maybe in terms of saving sure mm-hmm. sure but like savings never a bad thing in my mind it makes you if it makes yeah. you feel good like if you have fun like pursuing these financial goals of yours then by all means i feel like sure mm-hmm. maybe there's a good lesson in that too like you should strike a balance where you enjoy it you know? Yeah, I already feel like I'm kind of turning the corner to like mm-hmm. I have an amount saved now that I'm like okay I'm I can ease up a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And like I now that's what I was saying about how I've saved voraciously for the past mm-hmm. ten years or so. Mm-hmm. That I'm at a point now that I'm like okay I'm in a good spot I'm on a good track I sure. can I can start easing up. Sure. So yeah. I feel less guilty about... That's why I feel less guilty about going out to bars a little more. Or I let Sydney do the grocery shopping and we eat so much better than I did in college. <laughs> and I think that's definitely way worth it. Sure. And yeah, yeah just like getting like board games or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's like when I go through that little calculus in my mind of is this worth it? Will I derive this value? Do I need it? I'm mm-hmm. a little more easy on myself. Eventually you gotta bust out the scissors and cut yourself some slack (laughs) (laughs) on the back of that amazing pun (laughs) i think the transition there it's not necessarily like flipping a switch it's more like just yeah like you said easing up yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and yeah my only other closing thought is that i really enjoyed talking about this i feel like i could talk about it for hours and hours and i hope it Gave people a little window into our thought process and how we feel about what we're doing. Yeah, and sure. Yeah, how we go about things. Yeah. Can I just, I'd love to hear uh, um, what people think, if they think we're crazy, what they do, <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. Right in with your uh, best like financial story or place you might have saved money. Or maybe your uh, silliest purchase that you're comfortable sharing. That would be a great <laughs> story. Um, I had one more... Uh, 
this kind of could also work as a closer. We like to have uh, three endings on this podcast, Isaac, if you've never listened. Okay. Um, <laughs> one part, like, if you had to give one piece of advice to folks who are trying to save some more money, what's, like, a, a quick little tip that you guys would give? Uh, for me, like, learning about, like, why it's important. So, like, reading that book, The Simple Path to Wealth, was huge. Mm-hmm. So I think, like understanding foundationally why like exponential growth is important to tap into early like mm-hmm. that made me and that inspired me like to really prioritize it so that's what i yeah. would say to folks like educate yourself wow. Brian, that was a killer answer because mm. i was trying to think of like what account could you open what credit card could <laughs> sure. you use like yeah. what stock would you buy but i'm like sure. no i i want to just yeah echo isaac's thing is like get on board with the mindset yeah. yeah, it's more it's more of a lifestyle. Yeah, that you have to really accept and buy into. Yeah, and then that makes everything you do have purpose. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just, rather than feeling like you're, um, yeah, that's so true. Like punishing yourself, mm-hmm. it's it's a step towards a better future or a step yeah. towards a goal. Yeah, and that's the other thing I want to say is, uh, people always think of it as like self deprecation. Like, Oh, you're (laughs) not letting yourself have these things. It's like, no, I'm letting myself have things. I'm just making sure the things that I have matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, so I, uh, if I could give one piece of advice, this one thing that I always say, um, I've, I've never been one much for budgeting, like writing out a budget. But Mm -hmm. one thing that really helped me get financially minded, because I probably spent far more than Brian in high school. I would, like, not I wasn't wild, but I would go out to eat with my friends. Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But not necessarily making a budget, but knowing where the money's going, like track financial tracking. In my mind, is the first step. Um, Because a lot of people, if you don't, if you're not making a ton of money, maybe you like don't have a lot of disposable income at all, mm-hmm. no matter what point financially you're at, it makes you, it takes a lot of the stress out of finances and it is a great first step to just know where everything's going. Because in my head, yeah. a lot of times I would have some sort of vague concept of where I was spending and how much money I had, but the stress was in the unknown. So tracking it. Yeah, totally. A great thing in my mm-hmm. mind. But wow, you guys, you guys have great answers to that. I'm so jealous <laughs> that you came up with those. Um, I will say, as far as like getting into the mindset and learning about it, yeah. I, I wasn't planning on this, but I am going to like officially plug the Choose FI podcast. Yeah. I've loved it. I think they have a lot of great insights and a lot of great advice. Sure. Um, a good first episode is episode 100. It's called Welcome to the FI Community. Mm. They're on episode like five or 600 now at this point, but episode 100 is a really good just intro to... Nice like cool. yeah yeah all this good stuff well you heard it here um probably not first but at some point folks <laughs> um isaac thanks for coming on it was a pleasure i'm, I'm pleased to be on wilson weekly weekly wilson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great podcast you've got another viewer in me now too oh, to yeah it. we're still haven't figured out if they're viewers or listeners but we'll table it um yeah Brian, thanks for coming on yet again. Yep. Um, and Isaac, you know what? We're not against having repeat uh, guests. We've mm. done it before, so sure. stay in touch. Love to have you on, on again sometime. But Will do. Um, that's all we got for you guys this week. Um, remember, you can email in at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Tell us your stories. Send us your spam. Whatever it is you want to send our way, we're more than happy to receive it. Um, if you have a short thought or quip, perhaps... 
Um, you can tweet at us at Weekly Wilson Pod. Um, we're also going to, as a reminder, hopefully be putting out some like prompts for some of our subject episodes. So stay tuned on there. Give us a follow if you want to engage in the show that way. Um, but until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, um, my name's Jay Wilson. His name's Brian Wilson. Our guest's name is Isaac Wilson, we're going to say. Um, <laughs> Honor. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Ski bop, ba-doop, ska ba-doop, ska-boo, ba-bow, chow! Oh, the guest <laughs> scat. <laughs> oh, oh, man, we got a piggyback on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. Oh, man. It looks like you almost forgot your name there for a second, Jay. Yeah, I I did uh, did fumble there on the names for a second. Is it, is it over? Or is this is it? That's it. Well, what? we always have a little bit of post banter too. Mm, yeah. Okay, it, it's really fun having someone on that doesn't know how we do things. Yeah, <laughs> it's fresh. I was a little surprised. Yeah. <laughs>